Welcome in, everyone. Uh, Final Sports Podcast. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. Uh, continuing our look at the upcoming 2019 high school football season in Frederick County. And it is time to talk Middletown football with the coach of the Knights, uh, Colin DeWater. Uh, pleased to have him back in the studio. Welcome, coach. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're recording this on the first day of practice. You got your first workout in today. H- how do you feel it went? Uh, Phil went pretty well. Um, you know, we were blessed with uh, good weather early in the morning, a um, little bit of rain and you know, not too hot a temperature, so the guys made it through all right. Um, got a lot of good work today done, so feel pretty good. Well, Looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, but what do you like about this group? Um, well, we talked, uh, you know, earlier today. Um, you know, this group has a good core, core leadership, and, um, you know, they're a really solid group of friends, both – you know, uh, the seniors with the juniors, and uh, they just do a great job uh, being friends and then, you know, teammates transition off of that. So I'm um, looking forward to uh, good team chemistry and uh, a lot of hard workers on this team this year. I mean, these last two years for you, I mean, you're 7-3 and three and you're 6-4 and four and you don't make the playoffs. I mean, you yeah. guys are typically in the playoffs, and, and you had good records these last two years. It, it, yeah. it shows you how strong the football is in this area, that those Absolutely. records don't get you in the playoffs, right? Yeah, and, you know, we talked earlier, that's uh, Frederick County football is special, you know, because uh, – Every team uh, is gunning for you every week, and uh, if you can make the playoffs in Frederick County, you're doing something good. How did your kids did handle that? I mean, because again, a six and four season is a good season. Seven and three two years ago must have been especially painful, just because you lost out on uh, probably the third or fourth tiebreaker uh, yeah. that, that decides the playoff spots. Yeah, absolutely, especially that year. You know, we uh, Oakdale, who was a nine and one team, we lost to Walkersville, was a ten and zero team, and. Um, it was uh, Linganore ended up winning the state championship that year. Yeah, so you're not so, you losing know, the yeah. to any slouches or anything. Yeah, like that. absolutely, absolutely. Um, they d- they did a you know a, as good a job as you can do handling that. You know, it is tough, um, especially as a as a coach, but really as a player. Um, you know, those guys work so hard all year round. Um, you know, to work that hard and fall just just short, it's tough. Um, but you know. We talk to guys all the time about, you know, preparing young men for life. And unfortunately, you know, that's how life goes sometimes. You know, you work hard and uh, you just fall a little short. Yeah, uh, during practice today, you said something that jumped out at me. You said you want your guys sprinting to the ball, sprinting to the line of scrimmage. Explain why that is. Um, really, that's uh, for a number of reasons. But, um, you know, uh, we have different um, play clock rules this year. Um, the particulars of that are still a little gray to all of us, I believe. Um, I know uh, Frederick County coaches are planning on getting together with the Frederick County officials here um, in the next week to have a meeting to, uh, you know, solidify all the all the questions surrounding. The gist of it is you have a little less time between possessions. Yeah, it was really just meant to speed up the game a little bit, and uh, it shouldn't affect the flow of the game too much if it's a close game. But if uh, one team is, you know, really really far ahead or one team is really far behind, you'll notice it then. Um, but uh, really, it's just going to fluctuate between 40 seconds and 25 seconds. Okay, so you're just trying to maximize every second that you can uh, Absolutely. To, uh, to run these plays and to get these plays. But there's some other reasons, too. Explain explain those. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's also just about the persona you give off as a team. You know, if you're hustling up to the ball, it shows you're ready to work every play. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's tough to go against a team like that, uh, especially, you know, as a, as a defender. You know, you see a team running up to the ball every play. Um, you know, psychologically, it's tough. Um, but really, um, it's just you know we got guys here at Middletown. We don't we're not blessed with a you know 60 man roster. Um, yeah, you know, like other schools. How many do you have out? Rough, uh, right now we're roughly about uh, 38. Okay, yeah. is that is so, that about 
average or yeah it's about average uh you know numbers uh traditionally well not traditionally numbers in the last five years for football all across the nation are down um and a lot of that is due to concussions and yeah i mean is it, does that trend concern you um it does but um you know I'm actually a part of the Maryland Football Coach Association, um, and we get together about once every other month. And uh, our main topic this last year has been, uh, you know, youth numbers of football and um, how how we combat that. And uh, former coach at Middletown, Coach Kevin Lenat, he does a fantastic job. Yeah, he's job. on your he staff. Works. He's working with your linemen, yeah. and he's monitoring tackling and, and yeah. line play, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, he, he works with USA Football, um, and what he does, he actually works with the state of Maryland. Um, he went down to the state house this past year. They tried to uh, put in a bill to ban youth football two years ago. It didn't get through. They tried to rework the bill, and he actually, uh, along with um, – Doug Duvall, I'm sure you know that name uh, pretty well, but uh, those two guys, and I believe uh, uh, another guy, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, went down, and they kind of battled that bill, and they met with um, the the leader, uh, one of the Maryland Senate leaders, or House leaders, I'm sorry, um, who was you know, proposing that bill, um, and they worked with them and kind of, you know, demonstrate or, you know, showed them that the game of football is now safer than it ever has been. And uh, coaches are being you know, educated um, every year. You know, all of Frederick County high school coaches are educated on USA football tackling techniques. Um, so, you know, the game the game is now safer now than it yeah, ever I mean, has Yeah, I was going to say, do you think it's about as safe as it can get? Because the game is inherently dangerous, like a lot of things in life are, are, yeah. are inherently dangerous. Absolutely. And you're never going to be able to legislate or eliminate the danger completely, but do you feel football is about as safe as it can be? Absolutely. I do uh, tremendously. I know, you know, I didn't play uh, that extremely long ago, about 10 years ago. Um, it was a safe game then, in my mind. Yeah, and, but and, looking and at you it, were knocking heads. You were playing yeah. fullback and linebacker. So yeah, those absolutely. are the two really positions where you'd take the brunt of the punishment, mm-hmm. it seems. Yeah, Yeah, and, uh, you know, I thought it was a safe game then, but if you look back, uh, you know, just the, the heat optimization and all that type of stuff, how we're, how we're taught to tackle and all those kind of things, um, you know, it's just now and then it's a big difference. Um, but uh, it's really a lot of it comes down to, um, you know, being physically aware of your body, knowing how to place your body against an opponent. Um, and, you know, those are all things that we teach and all things that, you know, all the coaches across Frederick County teach. So. Did you ever have a concussion? Uh, no. I, I played football for uh, – I think upwards of like 18 years when it was all said and done with college and everything, and I, I never had one concussion. I never saw stars or had your bell rung, uh, so to speak. You know, I I try to think back and yeah, I really I can't think of a time it, that, it's, that, that it's, has it's happened. It's remarkable so. just because of the it positions is. you played. So. It is, and it, you know, um, a lot of a lot of research has been done about it, and it's kind of they've showed trends of uh, some people just being. Uh, more susceptible to concussions um so you know that could be a factor of it too maybe i'm just one of the lucky ones who's you know has a harder head than everybody right else. i mean <laughs> s- soccer there's concussion danger a lot lots of sports Absolutely. So, well you yeah. know that's the thing with soccer soccer actually has a highest or a higher concussion uh rating than what football does um but you know that's just not advertised as much and right well know, the, 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 the nfl much. is a big money-making machine so, so that makes the nfl in, in college football too, yeah. a, a, a big target. So absolutely, uh, this season you have a three-year quarterback. Those are those are nice to have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And especially when you have one like Reese Poffenbarger who's willing to put in the work. 
like he did this past summer to, to get better. Tell us about Reese's uh, summer. Uh, so, uh, you know, Reese and all the guys, they really attacked the weight room uh, starting in November of last year um, after the Walkersville game. Oh, so right uh, after the season week. ended. Yeah, right after the season ended. We actually lift uh, during school. We have an athletic strength training class, um, and those guys were getting after it uh, the, you know, the very next week, and uh, they just kind of, you know, there's a group of those guys who just led all the way through in the weight room, you know, in the field on the summer. Um, I'm sorry, in the winter and in the summer, they had guys uh, showing up before school two days a week, and they were, you know, running it themselves where they were running routes and doing some one-on-one drills and all that kind of stuff um, before school um, two days a week in the, you know, winter, springtime, which is impressive, you know, to see high school guys coming together like that and working and just shows you the kind of desire they have for the game. Are you now at Middletown High? Are you, are you in the school now? I am. I am. So last year was my first year at Middletown High, and I was uh, teaching a strength training class along with uh, ninth grade health and PE and then athletic coaching So it's, class. it's so much better for you to be in the building, it, right? It is. Uh, it's a world changer. I mean, I'm so incredibly blessed uh, to be able to be in the high school, and it just, uh, you know, makes me – be able to it allows me to be able to be a you know a better coach and a better teacher right mm-hmm. middletown has traditionally been a ground and pound mm-hmm. running the football team that, that's what you guys hang your hat on you, you pride yourselves in doing it rightfully so because you've had a lot of success doing that uh reese can run too he's, he's a mobile quarterback uh he's six two uh he's about 200 210 pounds yeah, about yeah. Yep. and he can throw a football a country mile too he, he told me about 75 yards on on, on the fly so mm-hmm. Does that make you rethink your offensive philosophy and maybe you'll be throwing the ball more than Middletown teams traditionally do this year? Uh, yeah, well, you know, if you look at us, uh, look at how we played last year, we actually, uh, you know, relied more heavily on throwing the ball last year than we ever have before. Um, and that was for a number of reasons, uh, personnel and that type of, uh, you know, that type of deal. But, you know, this year we feel that we're, you know, more balanced than what we have been in, you know, the past. Um, and, you know, with a, a quarterback who's able to throw the ball, but you got you know guys up front who can get the blocking done, and, you know guys who can carry the ball. It's uh, it's exciting to see you know pieces falling together, and we think it's going to be a great year for us. Right, Reese has a chance to to be a pretty good college prospect too. I mean, I, I imagine the attention on him. He already has an offer. He told me, and mm-hmm. and as he continues to play well, those will only continue to flow in. I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know he uh, he he worked tremendously hard in this off season, and um. You know, looking at him from last year, you know, just looking at his physique uh, compared to this year, it's just tremendously different. So, you know, looking at past films, some coaches kind of look at him and say, oh, you know, he's not, not that tall, you know, not that big, blah, blah, blah. And now they now they get a look at him. They're like, all right, different. it's a different athlete. And uh, we've got a number of guys on the team like did, that. So. Did Reese jump on this himself or did you say, hey, Reese, you have a chance to do something here. Yeah, uh, this that, is what you got to do. Yeah, that was yeah. all That was all him, you know, and uh, – we got a, in num- a number of guys, uh, Kobe Doreen, who has uh, some, some college offers as well. Yeah, D-end, right? Uh, yep, D-end and tight end. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to ask you, like, who are some of the other kids that will really uh, play a big role for you this year? Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's why I'm so excited about this team. There's there's endless guys, you know, on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, we got Cole Porter, who's a, who's a fantastic receiver and defensive back. Uh, he played both sides of the ball for us last year, did a great job. He's a leader. Um, got guys like J.D. Nelson, who's a returning linebacker, who uh, has some, seen some time at running the ball. Um, then we got some younger guys like Christian Diaz, Caden Fisher, who can uh, run the ball for us. And, um, you know, we got a, a great group on the line. We have Zach Brady. He's a returning uh, – he was a defensive starter for us last year as well as an offensive starter. And uh, he's probably looking to be moved to center this year. He's a college uh, prospect too, right? Yeah, absolutely, especially on the wrestling mat. 
Um, he's uh, he's a fantastic athlete, and he's strong as a bull, and uh, he's got great attitude. And um, we got uh, Mason Duty, who's a returning uh, offensive lineman, um, and then uh, a couple other guys who were sprinkled in there, like Brian Acton and uh, other guys like that. So, what do you think your run pass ratio will be? Pretty pretty balanced, or um? yeah, I believe it'll be pretty balanced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't put a number on it right now, and obviously it depends week to week, you know, game planning. Because when like you were that. playing, it was like 70, 30 run pass, yeah. right? Yeah, just about. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it always depends on who we were playing, but you know, we had. You know, we had Ben Lewis back then. Uh, he was a standout receiver. You know, played at Syracuse, and uh, we were able to get the ball to him. But that's the, you know, that's the whole chess match of football. You know, uh, using using your run game to open up your pass game, and using your pass game to open up your. Yeah, run I mean, game, Reese so. has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks to play at Middletown, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. you guys haven't had a lot of big time college QB prospects. I mean, well, yeah. well, why do you think that is? Um, you know, that's just. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a good question. Um, can, can, can you remember one before the, the who are you missing? I can, so. I can uh, name uh, pretty much every quarterback going back to like '99, I believe. And I, I mean, I personally, I think those guys. Um, no, I mean, not not that you've had bad quarterbacks. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like the Michael Pritzes of the world. Uh, yeah. Very, very solid. Very good. Very yeah, good quarterback. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not denigrating anyone. No, yeah, but, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying like a a guy that's really heavily recruited to, to play college football. So. Yeah, um, in the quarterback position, we haven't had one of those guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Cerise has a chance to, 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 to be a trailblazer um, uh, for, uh, for you guys uh, to some extent. So um, what, what do you like about your defense? Um, what I love about our defense, I believe we're going to be physical. Um, you know, that's, that's my number one thing, uh, especially as a defense coordinator. Um, I want a physical and I want a smart defense. Uh, we got a lot of guys returning in defensive backfield. Um, you know, really a lot of guys returning all around. Um, so looking forward to uh, defense side of the ball and hoping we can get things rolling there shortly. Yeah, is, uh, practice. yeah this is what, season three as a head yes. coach? Is everything sort of more comfortable now and yeah I mean, absolutely. You got, you're in you're in your groove you're in a rhythm like not yeah. every not everything's spinning <laughs> as fast right yeah absolutely i know my first year um you know getting out to the first day of practice i think we were running about 45 minutes behind uh just because of uh some registration issues and all that kind of stuff and um you know this year our, our high school shut down so we're kind of working out of our middle school we don't have a locker room at the moment um and in a week, we will have a locker room. So, so it's just momentarily inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but, you know, if, if we were in the high school, it would probably be, uh, you know, a breeze for me right now just, you know, because there's a lot of stuff you got to get done at the very beginning of the season when it comes to registration, physicals, insurance cards, you know, paperwork, all that type of, th- all that type of and, stuff. I mean, and, and as you know, that that's cost teams games in the past. Oh, yeah. Just, just one little – T not crossed or one little I not yeah. dotted, and you could be forfeiting games. So, Absolutely. so do, Absolutely. do you have someone to make sure all your P's and Q's are in line there? Um, yeah, actually, so, um, you know, coaching staff, we kind of help keep each other accountable, and uh, I got three or four guys who kind of, you know, watch my work as uh, I watch their work uh, yeah. as well. But uh, you know, Mike Desmond, our athletic director, does a great job uh, with, you know, working with me, and we communicate. We'll probably send, you know, 10, 15 texts a day this time of the year. Uh, just trying to, you know, get everything sorted out. And uh, it's a lot smoother than it was the first year, that's for sure. So I'm hoping the uh, next couple of years will be even more smooth. I, so. I, I like your coaching staff. I mean, you have Coach Lanat, uh, who yep. you played for. Uh, you, you brought him back. Uh, uh, Zach Welch is on your coaching staff, maybe yep. the best running back or one of the best to play in, yep. in Frederick County. Absolutely. Uh, Coach Baker is back. Yep. 
Um, Coach Ridenauer, I did not see today. Is, is he? Uh, uh, has he stepped away finally? <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, so the past two years, he's uh, my very first year. He helped me out. Um, after that, he's. Uh, He's been I know, that, his, 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 so his kids speak. are getting older. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, and they play college sports. Right. And, yeah. uh, his older da- oldest daughter is, uh, you know, graduated college now. But um, he uh, he's like uh, a second father to me. So I'm, you know, he's a great defensive mind that I talk to all the yeah, time. Yeah. So he's still he's still consulting. I'm sure. Oh yeah. And you know, we work side by side together. You know, we we share an office. So uh, oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. He's still a big part of it. Absolutely. Right. And uh, so your staff is really that the tradition of Middletown football is. Uh, exemplified on your staff, which I, which yeah. I think is really cool. That that that's by design, or um? Uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, you know, Middletown football is special in itself, you know, and uh, the great thing about Middletown is, uh, what I I see as a great thing. Some people might not is that um, you know, if you grow up there, you tend to live there the rest of your life, you know, um, and we well, if you like it, guys. if you like it, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. But um, what I think is really special about it is we have so many coaches who have graduated through Middletown High School and played Middletown football, and it just goes to show how much uh, you know Middletown High School football meant to them that they want to give back, and uh, you know I think that's really special. Yeah, we're talking to Colin Delotter, uh, head coach of the Middletown football program, previewing the upcoming uh, 2019 high school football season uh, here in uh, Frederick County. Uh, Colby, uh, he's, 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 like you said, getting a lot of college interest. Tell us a little bit about him. Um, you know, so Colby is another guy just like Reese. They put in a lot of work in the off season. He's, and, he's uh, a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, probably put on about 20 pounds. And he's what? Six, four, uh, he's about six, five, six, five. Yep, okay. Six, five, two thirty. That two forty yeah, sitting around two twenty five, two thirty. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So, I mean, Reese said he put on like 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot, a lot of eating, a lot of lifting and, and mm-hmm. strength training and stuff like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like I said before, we got a number of guys like that who just, you know, attacked the weight room in the off season and really led, led, you know, um, in the weight room. And it's just, it's been great to see. Your, your culture has always been a team oriented culture. You guys don't like to prop individuals up, absolutely. Uh, uh, blow up individual accolades and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But when you have a couple guys that are getting a lot of college uh, attention and, and are really good players and a lot of people are talking about it, is it, is it hard to manage that? Um, you know, it, it really has not been a challenge at all, and I think that's just a testament to the type of kids we have at Middletown and how they're raised. And, um, you know, for instance, guys like Colby and Reese, um, you know, they manage that on, on their own, you know, whenever they're with – their their friends and their teammates it's about middletown football and it's about their friends and their teammates it's not about them and i think you know that's just a testament of the type of people that they are and that the type of kids their parents raised right uh, the, with the team culture you you came in i mean that that's been passed down from coach right now to coach lanat did, did you pick up that mantle right away or is that something you've sort of adopted uh, over time um yeah i believe i picked that up uh, pretty much uh you know, pretty pretty soon right away. The team I came in with was a you know, fantastic team who uh, played together from the time they were in you know first grade. Um, so they were a great group of guys. And uh, really, what's what's special about it, in my opinion, is that you know each group kind of passes the torch on down to the next uh, w- with that type of attitude. And you know, of course, there's always some there's some years in there where that doesn't quite transfer, and you know they're tough years for us. Um, but and you know, in in the majority of the time. It, uh, we always have uh, great teams who, you know, work together, and uh, it's, it's fun. Well, what, what do you think are the benefits of just drowning out all the noise and just 
focusing on the team, team, team is all about the team. Um, well, you know, benefits are you, you never have to worry about, you know, feelings being hurt, you know, so-and-so getting getting their name in the paper and all this stuff. Is, is this but, football, are you really worried about that? I mean, it, it, I mean, if, well, if someone you know, can't handle that, are they are – they, yeah well, yeah, well, I was just, you know, no, that's no, a bad I, fit. I, I, yeah. yeah, that's not something, you know, I'm particularly not, worried not about. I'm not saying they're crying in the locker room yeah. because so-and-so was in the paper, but I'm just saying, like, football's a tough sport, and it's just the nature of the beast. Some some yeah. kids are going to get talked about and some some, some more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's part of life. You know, people get accolades, yeah. um, you know, all right. the time. But, um, you know, what really is, is the benefit of it is the guys learn how to work together, not just on the field but off the field. Yeah. And uh, I think if you're going to be a successful team, no matter what you're doing, you have to have great team cohesion and you got to be in it for each other not for yourself so right what do you think the strengths of the team will be this year um uh, i think i think we have great team unity um i think these guys are a tough group kind of play with the chip on their shoulder especially you know after that six and four and seven and three seasons um with not getting in the playoffs um you know these these guys feel like they have something to prove and that's fun to uh be out there and coach guys who you know not only love the game but want to play hard for each other. You touched on something earlier. You said you're a 2A school, but but look at your schedule. I mean, you play Oakdale, a great 2A school. You play Ligonor, a great 3A school. You play Urbana, a 4A school. You play TJ, a, a high 3A school. Uh, Frederick, a 3A school. I mean, Tuscarora, a 3A school. Like, you guys are often playing above your weight class it seems uh, absolutely absolutely and you know that's kind of been that way ever since uh, i believe 2001 2002 kind of when we switched to the mainly frederick county um schedule and um you know i think that's just a fantastic thing about frederick county is you kind of go through the gauntlet in the in the regular season and it just prepares you for the postseason if you're fortunate enough to make it there and you know if playing our schedule if you make it to the postseason you most likely do pretty well right and Brun- brunswick's back on the schedule this year and yep. so you play everyone in frederick county but but catoctin is that right yes okay. everybody but catoctin and we play boonsboro okay. as well so how, how do you feel about the nine game schedule do you like it or um i mean do you sort of like the changes they've made yeah, you know, um, coming off the last two years that we had, it kind of it kind of works out great for us, you know. So we, the past two years, the seven and three and the six and four, uh, both years we would have made it uh, to the playoffs if this system had been in place, um, you know. So that, it, without a doubt, I think it's going to benefit Frederick County teams um, because but most of them will be in, right? Even, yeah, even Brunswick and Catonic in one A have a great chance to get in. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, so I think it's going to benefit the teams around here tremendously. Right. Uh, I mean, and if you didn't make the playoffs, is it a big bummer only having the nine games? Or um, in my opinion, no. Yeah. Um, you know, I they had talked at one time about having a consolation game. That, that's um, hard to arrange, though, right? It's hard to arrange, but really, how uh, Maryland uh, law is written, um, Maryland school law is written, that there cannot be a uh, non postseason game take taking place during postseason play okay yeah yeah i get i mean how would you even arrange it it would have Um, to be thrown together at the last possible yeah so the last week it would have to be a mad scramble uh for scheduling and you know that was a difficult thing and is it really worth going through all that aggravation in the scramble just to schedule one more game game. right yeah you know uh for some some schools they believe it is you mean personally um i i don't think i necessarily do um you know obviously we're all here for the guys um, you know, the players and, you know, making their experience the best possible. But, um, you know, if you play a nine-game schedule and you don't make it into the playoffs, yeah, I it's, doubt it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I doubt you really want to compete in that 10th game. Right. So, yeah. yeah. 
And I imagine you like the re- the reseeding uh, as well uh, of, of the playoffs after the first round. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I that's uh, something that has kind of uh, plagued Frederick County for a long time. As yeah, you guys got walk. You guys, uh, you and Walkersville were the two best two A teams in, in eleven and twelve, and, and wound up playing in the regional playoffs, not, yeah. not at the state final. So yeah, absolutely, and it's it's tough. Um, you know. This, you know, arguably the two best teams in the state back in 2011, or in my opinion, the two best teams in the state. You know, the state championship game was kind of the regional championship. Um, so, you know, it's for me, I love tradition and I, I, I love how there was always a regional championship game, but, uh, you know, there's always room for change, and I believe that's a good change. Kind of helped Frederick County football out as right. a whole. A lot of your mentors are on your on your staff now. I mean, what mm-hmm. what have you learned the most from guys like Coach Lenard and and Coach Ridenauer and guys like Andy Baker and stuff? Yeah. Um, so you know, I I'm never really stop learning. That's that's the great thing uh, from you know coaches like them. They've been around for so long. Um, you know, Coach uh, Kevin Lenard, he he does a he's just a fantastic organizer and a fantastic administrator. And I still call him up about you know twice a week and say, hey, how, how did you handle this? You know, what'd you do for that? And you know, kind of bend his ear and get his advice. And um, I mean, you're you're, you're lucky because not all these coaches have these sort of resources yeah, just, just show readily available. Absolutely. So, and Co- Coach Desimone too was, was yeah. coached at Middletown for a long time. Absolutely. Your AD. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Andy. Andy Baker, you know, he's, he does a fantastic job with the MHS varsity baseball team, you know, and just his whole philosophy around coaching, um, you know, aligns but also differs with mine. So it's great to get a different perspective with him. Um, and, you know, uh, Lauren Rodner, he's he's really helped me just uh, become, you know, in, in the mental aspect of the game, uh, more aware of, you know, my philosophies and uh, how I like to plan and, uh, you know, prep for games, the, the mentality you got to try to coach into the players, those kind of things. I mean, we talk all the time about, you know, what our goals are for this season, how to accomplish them and how we how we plan and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, having having all those types of guys around me is just, like you said, it's it's a it's a benefit not most people have, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, Coach Lanot always had a, a saying, finish 14, a, a, a motto. Have, have you adopted that? Do you guys have a motto of, of for this season? Uh, so we, uh, we don't have an official motto yet. The guys – Will you, will you come uh, up with one? Um, that's up to the players. Okay. I leave that up to the players. Um, you, you, Coach and I did a great job of that uh, in the past. Um, but, you know, I, I like giving the control to the players and uh, that aspect, just kind of make it their own. Um, and, you know, uh, that, there's been some buzz going around. I know the guys feel like they have a really good chance to make a run in the playoffs. Um, so I think uh, 14 is definitely on their mind. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the keys to success for this season will be what? Like, what if you have a good season, what what will happen? <laughs> well, number one, staying healthy. Um, you know, last year we were plugged by injuries, and it was tough. We had to pull guys up from the JV squad and in the middle of the season, kind of you know throw them in there. So, um, you know that that's always a tough thing. Um, but staying healthy, playing together as a team, um, you know, ball control, you know, controlling the ball in the game and controlling the clock. Uh, I think that's going to help us tremendously throughout, you know, every game that we face because, you know, every every week is a chance to lose with our schedule. Yeah, so. I mean, I've asked the other coaches that have come in here, do you feel things are a little more wide open in Frederick County this year? I mean, Oakdale is going to be very good. Ligonor is going to be very good. You guys should be pretty good. But, but I mean, there's not a clear 
light okay. years ahead of everyone else front runner this year. It, it, yeah, it I would agree. Right, would yeah. Agree so do, do, you think, do things feel more wide open? Like you go into games believing that on any given Friday you could beat just about anyone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, as a coach, I think you have that feeling no matter what. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Oakdale was a great team last year. Um, I think any coach, you know, as the game plan, they're looking for, you know, little imperfections in the other team's armor, you know, that you can try to exploit. Um, but, you know, I believe the nature of Frederick County football is no matter what week, no matter how good any team is, you always got a chance. Right. You know? So that's fantastic about and it. And what do you enjoy the most about this time of year? I mean, first day of practice, you're a couple of weeks away from the first game. Just, just what, what, what do you enjoy the most? What I enjoy the most is just uh, being at practice with the guys, getting to work with them finally, you know, uh, some hands-on. My, my very favorite day of preseason is the first day of pads. Um, just kind of yeah, go out you, there and you, set the tone. You seem bummed today that there was there was huge <laughs> acclamation and you guys yeah. you guys weren't popping pads today. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, you know that was uh, a thing. Even when, you know when I played ten years ago, uh, the first day was uh, kind of a, a walkthrough, so to speak. Uh, but second day we got the strap on the pads and we were in shoulder pads and we got to hit a little bit. Now you got to wait till that fifth day. Um, so. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, next Tuesday. So, right, absolutely. Reese wasn't thrown today. Was that just because you're just getting everyone used to hitting and, and being out there and stuff? Um, yeah. Well, you know, uh, today was a con- conditioning aspect day, but really more of a mental day. Okay. So you know, yeah. we work on our footwork, our mentality. You know, work on our stances. Um, you know, talk about what uh, each objective is at each position. Getting to the line of scrimmage. Quickly, right? Yeah. Yep. Setting up the huddle. Uh, you know, really, really take it from from scratch. Uh, that way, you know, we don't miss any steps and have guys out there who don't know how to do exactly so it's more repetition just mental mental reps day than than just physical absolutely. like getting the ball running the ball and throwing the ball and yeah, stuff like absolutely. that so and you know a lot of a lot of you know implanta- or implantation of your run game it happens in the first week just because you know so many teams spend all summer working on their pass plays with seven on seven you know you, you never run the ball in seven on seven so this is a great time to you know implement all your most of your run game and i imagine practice goes a little smoother because you guys have a good number of starters back on both sides of the ball so yeah absolutely absolutely um you know it's tough uh this time of year with the heat and everything like that you you want the energy at practice to be as high as it can get um but you know our guys do a great job with that week one opponent is who forgive me for uh, t- forgetting tj, TJ all right mm-hmm. so yep. uh Absolutely. So uh, a chance for you guys to get off to a good start. Then who's, who, do you, who do you have from there? Urbana is the next Okay, so, so, right, so a couple of the big Frederick County teams are right, right, right oh, off yeah. the bat there. So. Yeah, starts right away. Coach, we wish you well. Uh, thank you very uh, Thank much. you for coming in. Uh, Colin DeLotter, a Middletown football coach, and we will continue uh, looking at the upcoming uh, high school football season in Frederick County over the next couple of weeks. So stay with us here on the Final Score Podcast. Um, my thanks to Graham Cullen for, uh, for producing. I'm Greg Swatek, and we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score.